Welcome to Getting Real with Real Estate with Danielle Kempf and Jim Kemp, St. Louis's favorite father-daughter real estate team. Your source of real estate information in the greater St. Louis area. Well, hey, Danielle. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. What's going on today? Living the dream. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes indeedy. indeedy. All right. So today on the podcast, um, we're going to talk about a topic that... Um, I don't know. It's not real fun sometimes. It kind of brings no. some heartache to some people, right? I would agree. Okay. So, and then I got a joke to go along with today's podcast. Well, maybe not a joke. Yeah. Was, we'll okay. call it a joke. <laughs> All right. That's what? When okay. does yeah. the home seller get the most phone calls about their house? Uh, when? I don't know. When? When their listing expires. Oh. Yeah. And Ouch. if you're a homeowner and you've tried to sell your home before... Uh, and was unsuccessful, you'll probably understand what I'm talking about. You get, you know, the day after you get every, it feels like every agent in the area giving you a call and you're wondering where they were. (laughs) Where were you (laughs) three days ago when my house was listed? Right, right. That's, um, well, I mean, when we call some expired listings as well, we do do that. We do that and we get that, we hear that. that. You hear these poor folks and it's kind of, um, I don't know, the desperation in their voice are like, you're the you know thousandth agent yeah. that's called me today and are they are they just hang up on you but yeah yeah but i mean tough. even sometimes like the best homes they don't sell so you're that's not right. alone out there that's right absolutely you know statistically speaking uh, you know in the areas that we do business in here in st louis county and you know like st charles jefferson county mm-hmm. the, the kind of the metro that we do business in um you know, typically anywhere, well, this quarter, I guess, we looked at it first from the quarter. first quarter, right? 2023. Any, anywhere from about 6 to 7 and, or 7.5% of listings uh, fail to sell and they expire, mm-hmm. uh, you know, first time around, if you will. Um, wow. And there's, you know, there's a lot of different reasons for that, yeah. that it could happen. Um, and, you know, we're not here to bash any other agents or any of that kind of stuff right? or act like we're on our high horses right right um we understand that just like in any other profession there's good and bad people in the industry there's good agents and there's bad agents and like jim said we're not trying to bash your agent if they were maybe one of the not so good ones we just want to give you some talking points some thought starters on maybe why your home didn't sell while you were on the market the first time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just to kind of reflect right on the mm-hmm. experience that people might have had and, and kind of maybe learn from that or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or at least know what to do differently for next time. That's right. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of times you still want or need to sell, right? Yeah. I mean, that can be... You start. You tried to sell for one reason. R- right. Right. So it's... um. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's let's a, just dive on in. Well, uh, yeah. So I guess you know the first one that I would that I would have people think about is well, how did you pick your agent, right? Yeah, that's a good first start. Um, you know, and and sometimes we hear things like um, you want to tell your little story. It, yeah. Well, it, and it, this this happened to us, right? So we had a listing that um, uh, they were even some previous clients of ours, but um, they had a friend, mm-hmm. a very close friend who had recently got in the business. Yeah. And um, you just want to see them succeed. Yeah, they were. You want to help them out. Right. You know, I don't think it was anything against us. Obviously, it was just they wanted to try to help this this person. And um, they, you know, kind of helped them to try to get the house ready, if you will. Yeah. And and did some some work to the place and then um, put it on the market. And um, it didn't work out so good. It didn't work out so good. And, you know, part of the problem was 
you know, reflected in the, the listing itself, the pictures, and the photos, and some, yeah. some of the work that was done, all that kind of stuff. But um, so, yeah, I think you have to think about, you know, how, I guess, how did you pick your agent? Um, Were you able to judge any of their experience level based off interviewing them, off talking with them? Yeah. Could you tell if they knew the area, knew the market? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's great to be good to your friends and all that stuff, but if somebody's inexperienced, right? This, yeah. It's a business decision to, to sell your house, right? <laughs> I mean, it is, really, when you think about it. It is, yeah. I would agree it, with that, but it's it, also a very emotion-driven process. Yeah, it is. I, I get you. I get you. But you want to make sure someone has the experience level, right, to help you get the job done. Yes, I would I completely agree with that. Say. So, um, okay. So, um what else? Let's so with your agent, how was the communication with them? Yeah. Was your agent calling you with updates or were you having to call them to get updates? Right. Yeah. Did Like after showings, did you get feedback on like how your home showed? If you had any open houses, did you get feedback off of that? Like how many groups came through? What those people thought of your home? Um, even yeah. like online activity, it just were you notified of any of that activity report right right that's yeah i mean that's important because it helps you kind of determine you know really kind of what's make, going on with your home right what's going on like if you see a lot of activity in a listing let's say online mm -hmm. right but nobody comes through the door to see the place you know you got a problem yeah right i mean so then then that kind of well why is that a problem well if 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 people see it online and you see that they're looking at your house online mm -hmm. right but they're not coming in to see it there's a disconnect there somewhere True. right they're yes. not seeing the the value or they're not seeing something they like or right there's just yeah. something wrong because because there's something that's not just not sparking their interest yeah. to get them in the door yeah and and if that happens you know or for for kind of an extended period of time if you will then you know you have a little bit of problem yeah and and it's i mean just bottom line it's probably relative to pricing but it could just be um you know as an example it could just be maybe that you didn't have good pictures yeah right we've How'd had your that listing look online yeah somebody walks through your house with their cell phone and mm -hmm. snaps some snaps pictures some throws photos. it online and they're all in kind of jumbled order they don't make sense they don't flow through the house Varying and, colors of lighting some are dark and shady yeah. some are super bright yeah so some of those kind of things can you know, people see that online, and so they're like, ah, I don't like it, so mm -hmm. they're not going to come and even come see your house. Yeah. So that feedback that you that your agent can give you is important to let you know kind of, hey, how are we doing? How How yeah. is the market kind of responding to us? Absolutely. So that's, that's I think that communication is, is important, and getting the feedback is, that's super important. Super important. So, I'm going to keep going off of that. You talked about, like, how your listing looked online. Yeah. And you mentioned, like, professional photos versus phone photos. Uh, yeah. Um, but also, like, was it vacant? Is there a bunch of stuff all over? Is it disordered? Is it it's maybe staged? Was it cleaned recently? Is it dirty? Can you right. just tell the windows are dirty? <laughs> like, windows are probably one of the biggest pet peeves of mine, I will call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if, if you have any extra questions about how to get your home ready to sell, we have a podcast, Getting Your Home Ready to Sell. So take a listen to that one. Right, right. <laughs> a little plug there. A little yeah. plug there. And that'll get your home ready for photos, ready for listings. Yeah. I mean, that's super important too, right? Yes. I mean, how you live in your home is not how you list your home. And we've said that right. a few different times on this podcast, but you got to make your home presentable for all the buyers out there who are looking. Right. Exactly. 
Yeah. yeah so that's you know that's a that's a good one there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you know like I guess one other thing is like the availability of showings, oh, right? Very How was you know. That's something you got to think about. If you know a lot of folks these days, they work from home, and if you're yeah. living at your in your house before you sell, right? You that can or if be you're a working from home too. Yeah, you're working nine from home. to five, and you yeah. sometimes can't have showings in between those times. Yeah. So that narrows down the availability of your house to show. Sometimes narrows down how many buyers. Well, it definitely narrows down how many buyers you get through the door. Yeah, it can, and and even you know to the extent that. You know, some some folks will insist on wanting to be at the house when they when when another agent shows it. Ooh. And not I'll, a fan of that. No, I'm not. I'll just yeah, I'll just tell you right now, that's not a good way to go. No. Um, I, a lot of a lot of people though really believe a lot of homeowners mm-hmm. they they firmly believe that they. How do, that how they do can sell it? their that home? they can sell it I that think. they can market the home to the buyers and just but, talk with them and show them all the little details yeah, and everything yeah but what ends up happening in in real life is number one it makes the buyers kind of nervous and uncomfortable uncomfortable is probably the key mm-hmm. and so they don't stick around very long they don't look very hard they don't ask a lot of questions and like they they may not you don't feel like um, I didn't cut you off, but it's no, like it's right. you don't feel like you're able to like take a look around and actually make right. yourself at home because there's somebody else it's actually like, at home. Right, right. It's like going to the it's like going to the suit store and the and the, the the guys like you know following around everything. Try this on. Try that on. Try this on. Right. Yes. That's yes. annoying. Look at this <laughs> doorknob. Look at the light switches. Look at my kitchen. Yeah. Right. They and just they just try to oversell. People will try to oversell their own mm-hmm. house. Completely and, agreed. And they. God bless them. They think they're doing the right thing, but they're just not. They're yeah. they're they're going about it the wrong way, and that's why that's really not a real good way to go about doing things. Yeah. So that's again, it's just something to think about. If you if if you know if you had a listing that expired and you insisted on doing that, maybe the next time around, I would I would just just take a quick drive, you. take a walk. Yeah, take a yeah, take the dog out for a walk or do whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, let let folks come in, look around, feel at home. And, and talk with their agent openly and, and go from there. I just think you do a little bit better that way. Yeah. So. And another way to get people through the doors, not only through showings, but is open houses. So yeah. did you allow your agent to do open houses? Did your agent offer? Some don't like doing open houses. Some people don't like doing open houses. <laughs> they don't want the neighbor to know. And we understand that. We get it. But if you're not allowing open houses, just like for showings, you're limiting that many buyers coming into your home. If you're yeah. not allowing open houses, yeah, the more your house can be available, the better. And open you're for be. showings, yeah, yep. absolutely. As as much as you can accommodate, um, yeah, other buyers, because that's, I mean, that's the name of the game: getting people in the door. Absolutely. So you really have to, um, you just have to think about that. I know a lot of people. Again, if they're especially when they ang- live oh, there, well, I was just gonna say they just a lot of people get weird about oh, other people in my house. I would agree, and it is an inconvenience. You're getting but, kicked out for at least a half hour for one showing and if you have multiple showings you can be we've kicked buyer or sellers out of their houses for an entire day before oh, yeah. yeah so that's i mean a it's thing. a complete it is a good thing but it <laughs> is from a homeowner's perspective it it's, is kind of an inconvenience it is kind of an inconvenience it sure is but um just you got to think i think i guess what i would suggest that people think is here it's not going to be your home for long anyway yeah exactly because right? you're selling yep. and and that's that's i think you just have to go with that mentality and um just be, be ready to make it as 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 open as you can, as as flexible as you can, to allow as many buyers to get through there, so that you can be successful and get your mm-hmm. house shown. So yeah, um, and and then you know uh, some other factors, right? You want to look at how long how long were you on the market, 
Yeah. Right. Um, you know, in in this market now, you're if you're on the market for a couple, three or four weeks or thirty days, yeah. unfortunately, you kind of get that that people thinking, you know, what's wrong with what's them? wrong with that place? Yeah, before they ever even look at it, it might not be nothing, but it, yeah. it it unfortunately you get that kind of that brand, if you will, or that that mm-hmm. um, um, what's the word I'm stigma. looking for? That stigma. And and it can you know it can it can make that a problem for you going forward. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, well, I guess you know, kind of relative to that, do we want to talk about like, you know, the importance of the timing of like, when you of, go on the market? Yeah. Well, of, of when you go on, but you know, at, like how the interest level, like, uh, so yeah. so we always look at and and what we try to show our buyer our sellers is you know it's kind of a. Um, well, maybe we Our can graph. plug the graph, in. Yeah, right? But so it's just a, it's a, it's a curve basically, and it just right. kind of shows you, you know, how how the interest level of your listing, uh, how it peaks, how how it mm-hmm. from day zero when you put it on the market, you know, it ramps up pretty quickly, right? As Great. as your listing goes out to to multiple websites, it goes out to looking, all the websites. Yeah, people are kind of looking. So your your uh, your activity level climbs jumps up, and climbs and climbs. Yeah, it climbs up real quick, right? And then it hits a peak after maybe you know it, it, heck it might be the first during probably the first week I would say and then it starts to trickle off after that right and then by the time you get to the say the 30 day mark your your level is pretty low right mm-hmm. you're not at zero of course but you're down that you're you're pretty low yeah. and and after that time period the only way you can really spark new interest in that property is is by really reducing the price reducing the price essentially. Yeah. But, um, but you know, that's, that's – so I guess one of the things that we would recommend to folks is you only get one chance to be a new listing. Correct. Right? And even if you've been on before, you know, if you're going to go on a second time, you're kind of like a new listing. But you are, but you aren't. But still, you want to be – you want everything to be right. Correct. Right? And You want and, it to be right the first time. So when it goes out to all the websites and buyers are looking online – that your listing is ready from the get-go. You're you have all your professional photos and descriptions, marketing, everything like that's already in. Yep. So it looks professional and ready to go when it first hits the market. Absolutely. And you and you really you kind of got to, you know, as much as, again, I kind of hate this because it sounds like you always talk about price, price, price. But really, it boils down to pricing, right? Yeah. Condition and pricing, but. In the end, you can adjust on condition condition for pricing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so it really kind of boils down to pricing in the end. So it's really important to make sure that you're priced right, especially that second time. Yeah. Because um, you know, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Well, say that. <laughs> you want me to say that? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's exactly. Yeah, anything sells when a buyer's perceived values equals or exceeds the sale price. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So if it hasn't sold, somebody's not seeing a value in the property. Exactly. Right. That's that's the bottom line. And 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 if again, I mean, if you're if you've gotten a lot of a lot of activity and a lot of people looking Online. and nobody pulling the trigger, you know there's a disconnect, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. Danielle just said it. That's that's a hundred percent what it is. So yeah. you just have to be careful uh even in this market on pricing your house and you got to make sure you're right yeah and your choice of realtor is a very important decision and should not be solely based on the (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I can't push it. It should not be solely based on the highest sale price of what they think your home should be. Right. Marketing is a big factor in that, and that drives right. the price. So You sound like a giant disclaimer. I am a giant disclaimer. <laughs> I should be on the end of a commercial. We yeah, should have saved gotta, that for the end of the episode. Yeah, you got to talk faster. <laughs> yeah. But it is true. I mean, um, yeah, you, you have to... Um, you gotta you gotta know who you're dealing with, right? And you gotta have somebody that's got some experience and yeah. knows this market. And the market drives the price. We as agents, we don't drive the price. We don't just pull a number out of thin air and say this is what your home is worth. Right. We interpret what the market says your home is worth. That's right. Yeah. So we're just reading all the statistics, all the data, and we're just giving you a short a shortened version of that when we're telling you because yeah. we've done our homework. You don't want to see all the homework we do. Well, and you know, I mean, here, let's just face it. I'm a geeky old engineer guy, You like right? your numbers. And I love, not, I like my numbers and I like to... to the two decimal points. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I always want, I mean, we, we, you know, really we take a lot of pride in, in making sure when we put someone's house on the market that, that we feel like we're right. Yeah. on the price and then Agreed. of course we've talked before on other podcasts about a strategy for pricing and stuff like that and that's a whole other topic but you can listen to our other podcast there's another plug but um it, it's important right and yeah. and that's that's just you can't um well we, we we used to call it buying a listing i guess you still call yeah. it that where where you go in you know maybe you're in competition for a listing right and as an agent you could you throw the you could let the client just you could tell them what they want to hear yeah. oh yeah your house is worth you know, you could throw that high number at them, and then they go, "Wow, well, that guy said he could sell for that high number." And and but then what happens? You get on the market and you expire. And you sit, yeah. <laughs> and you just sit there because, for that very reason, we we really want to make sure we're doing you. We'd be doing you a disservice yeah. to throw these high numbers at people and just say, "Oh yeah, absolutely," you know, try and do that. Just so wasting everybody's time. Then it's it is a waste of time. Yeah. So so um, now you've expired, and but you still want to sell. So now what do you need to consider? Well, there's a lot of things there. I mean, um, do you have to use the same agent? We don't have to. No. Um, I mean, some, you know, I guess maybe some do. Some do. A lot of people do. Um, I, I guess you know that goes back to how you felt your whole the whole process went. The yeah, first just time. think about all the questions we just kind of talked about, and if you answered my agent did all of that, maybe it just wasn't the right timing for your house. We've had that happen before, where one summer we put the home on the market and. It just didn't happen to sell for a few various reasons. And right. then we tried again this year in 2023, sold the first weekend on the market. Right. Yeah. Marketing yeah. was almost the same. Yeah. It just wasn't the right timing. That's right. And there, and, and there's some different strategies too, as far as that timing goes that, yeah. that can, that can help you on the second time around that we mm-hmm. can share with you. If, 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 you know, you ever get, you know, the idea that you want to chat a little bit about something like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it might be a good time, you know, just to have a fresh perspective too, though, mm-hmm. right? That yeah. that can be at least to talk, right? Yeah, um, just to get a second opinion. Yeah. If you get news from a doctor that you're not quite sure with, you go get a second opinion. Right. Same for your house. You get a second opinion on it. Yeah, that's a huge decision, right? It it's, is. Selling a house is a big financial deal. Your choice and, of a uh, realtor is an important decision. It should not be solely based on the what the what they say the <laughs> highest sale price of the home should be. <laughs> You did better that time. Was that? No, I kind of messed up. Yeah. Well, that's all right. But yeah, I mean, if you're if you've been through this, you know, it's a, it's it is an unfortunate situation. It we is. feel bad for folks when that happens. But if it happened to you, um, you know, and and you just don't know what to do next, 
man, give us a call. We would love to chat and just kind of show you what we could do for you. And hopefully and, guide you to a successful sale. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, if, if it ends up that you, you want to, you know, stay with your other agent and all that, what, that's that's all fine. Yeah. You know, no, no, no hard feelings. Mm-hmm. We'd love to just sit down and chat with you, show you what we can do. And we think we could probably do a good job for you. So we'd love an opportunity to earn your business if, if, that, if that ever yeah. happened to you. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. You've been listening to Getting Real with Real Estate with the Kemp team. Have questions about real estate or something you'd like to discuss? Contact the Kemp team at 314-336-1926 or visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Kemp team. Don't want to miss any episodes? Follow us on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. The Kemp team, real, honest real estate.